Welcome to the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast. I'm Cassie Hausauer, published writer, wine lover, and founder of the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots blog. Each week, I will be bringing you a guest interview with the faces of those in the Western and Rodeo community, getting an up-close and personal look into their lives and season. This episode is brought to you by Black Eagle Productions. Black Eagle Productions specializes in events and marketing, doing good stuff for good people. Contact Kaylee Segbor for your events and marketing needs. Welcome to the second episode of the podcast. I hope you guys survived the tornado of 2017. Um, This past week, other than watching the tornado news, I have been working on a second project within the blog, which I can't wait to share with everyone. I've been co-hosting and announcing at two jackpots throughout the week. I started house-sitting for a friend who left me these amazing Smirnoff canned white sangria. If you see them, grab a pack because they're amazing. Uh, as well, I was able to check out the Leduc Black Gold Rodeo and did a couple live feed videos for the Canadian Facebook Live Rodeo slash Barrel Racing page. If you don't know what this is, uh, let's say you can't make it to watch a friend at a certain rodeo. You head over to the page, request someone to go live for whichever event at said rodeo, and you cross your fingers that they'll do it for you, and you get it in real live time. Also, a friend and I have started planning a small event we're calling Tacos, Steers, and Beers. It's a beginner's roping night for ladies who want to learn or who just want to come out and swing a rope at the dummy or the hot heels and to socialize. I myself, I'm just learning to swing a rope and find having a no-pressure atmosphere is great to learn in. It's still in the early planning stages, so stay tuned for more info, but we're thinking sometime in August and Central Alberta. If you want to stay up to date on what's happening on the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button on the podcast app. If you don't listen via the app, check out the website or the Facebook page each Thursday for when a new podcast is loaded. If you're looking to collaborate, have a great idea, or just want to chat, please reach out to me on Facebook or you can email me at lipstickandcowboyboots at gmail.com. So on this episode, I had a chance to catch up with Colby Gilbert about life after French streak to rodeo. So for those of you that maybe didn't follow Canadian rodeo last year, French streak to rodeo was a stunning roan stallion by a streak of fling who carried Colby through her 2016 season, winning Drayton Valley Pro Rodeo as well as Hand Hills. Together, they won just over $15,000 in the season and had qualified for their very first Canadian Finals Rodeo. Just a week before the CFR, there was a freak accident and Rodeo was taken from this world. It was a devastating loss for everyone directly involved with Rodeo and was felt across the barrel racing community. I hope you enjoy this interview with Miss Colby Gilbert. All right, today we're coming to you from the Leduc Black Gold Rodeo, and next to me is Colby Gilbert. Colby, how are you doing? Oh, I'm actually not doing that great. Uh, I think I ended up with food poisoning in Grand Prairie. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm living. I am here. Yeah, well, after you got third place in Grand Prairie and then it decides to come back at you. Yeah, I hope it's not karma. I'm not sure what it is. No. (laughs) Well, first off, congrats. You've graduated now from the University of Lethbridge with your nursing degree this spring. That's exciting. Uh, How are you able to balance rodeo, school, and a social life so well? Uh, it's definitely hard. It's just something I've always, um, done. It's something you just got to do it. If you're going to rodeo and go to school and still maintain friends, um, I'm sure some relationships have lacked because I've been so busy doing other things. Um, I didn't even actually make my graduation on June 1st. No, (laughs) we had our convocation and I just, 
I have so much going on. It's hard to leave and leave from home and yeah, I just kind of go with it. You're it's, human, yeah. but you could yeah. probably like give courses on that. Cause a lot of people <laughs> I think struggle with it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just go with it. Good. Okay. Yeah. Well, so let's go back to 2016. Your uh, CFR didn't go quite as planned. So I'm wondering what or who helped keep your head in the game after losing rodeo just before heading into the CFR. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely did not go as planned. No. Uh, I had some big high hopes and they were squashed about a week before. Um, Definitely my people. I, my mom's a great support system always. Yeah. Um, she helped me out lots. Chelsea, my traveling partner, she, you know, lended me Badger and kept my head in the game. I was like, you know, you can do this. It's going to be fine. Go there just for rodeo. It'll be good. Um, yeah. I think what helped the most though was, uh, just seeing once I announced it on Facebook that we lost rodeo, uh, it was unreal the amount of support we had. Yeah. Facebook literally blew up. It was, I couldn't even check my messages fast enough. Um, yeah. There were posts, there were, like, I, Miles McNarland shared something on his page, yeah. and Mary Walker said she was sorry to hear, yeah. you know? Oh, I believe it. It's just, it was crazy. The amount of messages I got, the calls, the texts, the Snapchats, Instagram. It Everything. was, yeah, just knowing what he left behind, the impact he had on everyone. Yeah. I think that helped the most. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. You guys were quite the pair. Um, I'm fairly certain that you did have everyone cheering for you, as you just said, pretty much. Uh, we all hoped you'd catch a break. And honestly, the truth be told, I was in tears the first <laughs> night watching when you were coming down the alley. Um, can you briefly take us through your first CFR experience, the good, the bad, and the ugly? Yeah, it... Um, it was hard. <clears throat> it was a long week. Uh, I kind of tried to go in just clean. I'm like, you know, my mom lended me her good horse, Mona, that yeah. five-year-old. And then Chelsea loaned me Badger. So I just tried to stay positive and yeah. think, you know, I've got good horsepower and I got to just take it in stride. I really didn't know what was, how it was going to go. Yeah. Um, and I'm not much of an emotional person. Like I can kind of tune things out and I, but when I got Bolo down below in Rexall and went to walk in the alley I had no nerves at all really I wasn't even there I ran Mona the first round and she walked in the alley and anyone who knows Mona knows she does not walk anywhere she is always on fire going somewhere fast yeah and she I just had no I I wasn't even there honestly the whole week I was it was a blur yeah uh it was it was a long week and it was a great experience. Obviously we yeah. all dream of running down Rexall's alley yeah. as a little girl being a PB barrel racer, but I, I'm definitely ready for another crack at it because it's going to be a lot different next time. Good. So what kind of things, there's a plane going overhead. If you guys can yeah. hear that, you probably can't. <laughs> um, we are by the airport kind of, mm-hmm. um, what kind of things would you maybe do differently at your next CFR? Like knowing that you went to your first one, not like run wise, but like things that you didn't maybe plan for, you didn't know about. I would definitely make more time, um, for sponsors and Mm -hmm. take more time to like, just really indulge in the experience of CFR. You know, we're so busy, like the autograph session and be going to the trade show and signing autographs and things like that. I honestly did not want any part of it. No. At this, at that point I was, I was ready to go home and especially like the last round, I was like, oh my gosh, can this just be over already? I am yeah. so, you know, but, and I was not going to lie pretty bitter, but when I went home, I just realized, you know, it was the greatest experience. It yeah. was the greatest learning I could have had. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of life experience there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was different, especially just with high, such high expectations going in. Yeah. I was definitely like, man, how did this happen? How, like, it go from such a high to yeah. low and mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah. And my horses were good. It was just, you know, trial and error. Yeah. You just gotta, next time it'll be a totally new situation for sure. I it's different when you ha- you're excited to go and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And don't get me wrong, CFR is great. Yeah, of course. So much fun. You're going to be there again. Um, After that CFR, did you take off on a vacation or take a break from riding? Or did you go on a bender or run away? What did you do? I definitely, literally, as soon as I was done my run on Sunday afternoon, I think I was gone out of that parking lot and packed up before everyone was out of Rexall. Oh, my gosh. I was out of there. I had all my stuff ready, and I just headed out. Uh, I actually silly me with everything happening i had like a seven page paper due oh wow that next morning that i didn't even touch like i hadn't even looked at it oh my god so i was like okay i gotta get out of here i gotta go i stayed in pinocchio and i just locked myself in a room yeah and i got it done and i just went back to school yeah Uh, it was it was like as if the week didn't even happen yeah Mm -hmm. kept yourself busy and you're good yeah yeah i did and I didn't really have a choice. I, you know, had to finish. I was, I was in my last year and yes. just finishing up and yeah. You did just, what you had to do. Yeah. Went back yeah. to school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's leave the CFR part of this on a positive note. Mm-hmm. Looking back, what was your highlight of your CFR? I think definitely just being there. Like yeah. the atmosphere, atmosphere of Rexall is crazy. Yeah. And just, um, you always imagine it's going to be. You have this picture in your head of how great it's going to be, and it, you don't realize it till you get there, how yeah. amazing it really is. Cool. Yeah, the overall atmosphere was amazing. Well, that is awesome. Um, so for your 2017 season, your main mount is Mona. That's your mom's. This year should be your derby horse, yeah. right? But you're, are you going to take her to some derbies? I think a few. Yeah. We'll okay. kind of see where we go. Okay. Well, um, those of you that have seen Mona, you might think she's an appy. And I honestly <laughs> questioned it the first time I ever saw her. And Andrea looked at me like I had two heads. She's like, no, no, she's not an appy. Um, and this sucker can turn inside out. Colby, can you tell us a little bit about her breeding or mm-hmm. anything? Yeah. She, so she's a six year old. My mom paternity her. Uh, she's by Streak of Fame KN. Okay. Uh, Jack Brooks has him. Okay. And uh, she's all, then out of a prime talent mare. Okay. She does have a big old white splotch. There is no mistaking her anywhere I go. Yeah. If I'm running Mona, you know it. Yeah. Uh, and she is a handful. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. <laughs> she is always awake. She's all there every time. Um you know, she pulls back, she bucks. If I, for everyone that was at Claire's home, they yes, saw oh my head gosh. go in the dirt like, for sure. And she didn't just like buck and run away from her. Like, oh my gosh, I bucked her off. It was like, yeah, you're on the ground. I'm, I'm going to kick you on the way by. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she is a handful. Like, you know, you just always have to be on, on your tiptoes with her. But I also love that about her. Yeah. She's fiery. Uh, she always wants to go somewhere. I hate a horse that's on at the end of a line when you're walking them. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, really? No, she's trotting right beside you. She's, she's ready there. to do something. Um, and she works awesome. You know, I really have high hopes for her. She kind of works on any type of ground, really yeah. uses a hind end and stays elevated. And yeah, I'm just kind of, kind of see how the year goes and it'll be awesome. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So for 2017, like what goals do you have with Mona? Um, honestly, I don't set a whole lot of goals going in just cause I've always ran Colts. Yeah. Uh, even last year, you know, famous was a Colt. She was a six year old. Yeah. Rodeo hadn't been anywhere. I'm always on a cold. I'm yeah. never on a seasoned vet. When you do so good with them, no. I know. I don't know how it goes. But, um, no, I 
I don't have any plans. Last year, I had no plans with Famous. I just wanted to go to the rodeo yeah. and kind of see how she was going to handle it. And it always seems to work out better when I have no expectations. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's smart to do. Yeah, so um, we're just going to go to a few rodeos, and if we're winning, we're winning. If yeah. we're not, maybe go to some derbies. And yeah. Right now, you're sitting 30 Grand Prairie, so that must have been a pretty awesome run. Yeah, it was good. She missed her first, but holy, she made up for it. She, she was fires. But Yeah. <laughs> God. So how many rodeo babies are expected to hit the ground this year in North America, and how many are your own? I saw that you just had one hit the ground last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not sure the exact number of babies we have coming. Uh, I'm pretty sure almost everyone's about fold by now. Yeah. Um, we have six on the ground. Actually, no, we have seven on the ground. Oh, wow. Own. That's awesome. Yeah. And we have Phillies. We have Stuckholtz. We have Color. We have Roan. Yay. We have everything. So, um, that's super exciting. Yeah. His legacy is going to live on. Yeah. Some awesome mares. That's awesome. Yeah. It is. It's super exciting. And it's just a little piece of him I'll always have. Yeah. Which is nice. Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll go into some rapid fire questions here. What's your favorite song right now? Um... Well, I have satellite radio, so I personally love the Little Dead Byron Dahlonega by Ashley oh, McBride. I have not even heard that. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. George Strait or Garth Brooks? George Strait, for sure. Mountains or beach? Beach. Do you have any rodeo superstitions? Yes, I do. I try not to, but I don't run with any money in my pockets ever. Okay, Because that's good. as much money as you're taking home. Right? I know, yes. <laughs> Always. That one is a huge one for me. And no hat on the bed, of course. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. And... It just depends. Like, if something goes right, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm going to try to stick to that yeah. next time. And yeah. I, yeah, it depends on the day. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> um, what is your favorite rodeo or futurity to run at? Um, I love Teepee Creek. Yeah. Teepee Creek is my absolute favorite rodeo. I think the committee does a great job on uh, not only the ground. Like, they're running 17 zeros. I think Jackie yeah. ran it with a zero or one last year. Um, the ground's outstanding. The pattern's fun. Their atmosphere is great. They have a great band and everything is so much fun there. Yeah. It's the middle, middle of nowhere. I just think it's pretty cool how they all get together and make a good old party of it. I've always heard good things about TV Creek. I mm-hmm. need to get up there. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I got here? Okay. Obviously, what's your favorite lipstick or lip chap? Honestly, I wear no lipstick ever. Okay. Lip chap? I love Costco's Circle One. Really? Yes. Oh, the EOS. Okay. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Love it. Okay. Smells great. Good. And your favorite kind of cowboy boots? Um, I like the boule boots. Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. And uh, if your life were a movie, what song would play when you walked into the room? Oh, man. And, you know, I tried to think of it about this one, and I yeah. couldn't think of anything. I just... For me, I guess uh, I'll change it a little and say yeah. a song that really gives me confidence yeah. and um, pumps me up a little bit and makes me think about things a little more is Girl on Fire. Yeah. For sure. I love to listen to that song and be like, hey, tune in Yeah, and you got this. It's going to be good. Gets you set up. Okay. Yeah. My final question. Um, what has been your most embarrassing run you've ever made? Oh, man. One sticks in my head so fast. Um <laughs> I ran famous at the Frozen Derby. Yeah. A few, I think it would have been last year or the year before. Okay. And oh my God, she ran in the second round and I mean, put the binders on and went to turn. Honestly, I would have been scared if I even rode her through it because she was leaving me in the dust. Oh and my God. she definitely did. She ripped my favorite pair of no. bell bottom jeans that I just got from Texas in of the course. semifinals. Ripped them all up the crotch. I almost fell off. Oh my gosh. She just like almost endowed me. But 
she was working, so I yeah, can't, really you can't even get mad about it. Oh, it was wow. super embarrassing, though. So we all make mistakes. Yeah, Sometimes they happen. They happen. That's why I like to ask that question because yeah, everybody has them happen. Oh my to them, gosh, right? yes, I'm uh, sure. Yeah, more than we like to admit. Yes. <laughs> Kate, well, that should wrap it up for us. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it, yeah. especially when you're sick. Ugh. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, thanks for thinking of me. I sure yeah, appreciate it. No problem. Best of luck today in Leduc, and we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for joining me on episode number two of the Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Miss Colby Gilbert. If you're interested in advertising on this podcast, please feel free to contact me at lipstickandcowboyboots at gmail.com. Until next time, ladies, keep them standing.